Are you a mission-driven service-based entrepreneur who left your corporate job to find more passion and joy, but finding that joy is the first thing you lose? Can you prevent burnout and still enjoy uh, your work while addressing all the demands of being an entrepreneur? Our guest, Dr. Erin Baker, will share some of the practical tips that help them and their multiple clients prevent and reduce burnout by keeping the joy tank full. Would you like to learn those practical tips? Then you're in the right place. Stay tuned. You're watching Happy and Healthy Mind with Dr. Rosina, episode 96. And our guest, Dr. Erin Baker, is a self-leadership coach, business strategist, social psychologist, internal family systems practitioner, and author of the best-selling book, Joyful. AF, the essential business strategist we are afraid to put first. They're on a mission to help ambitious, heart-centered entrepreneurs create prosperous difference, making joyful AF businesses and lives that light them up. They hold a PhD from University of Texas and formerly were in leadership roles at Facebook and Microsoft. Thank you, Dr. Baker, for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me, Dr. Ozina. I, I love that we have this overlapping message around joy. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm really grateful that you're joining. And I'm your host, Dr. Rosina Lakani. I help compassionate high achievers achieve more, earn more, and make the impact they are meant to make without burnout and without losing their health or career. I'm an executive coach, a corporate speaker, and an integrative psychiatrist. I believe that your mind is the software that runs the hardware of both your brain and your body. Therefore, I share practical tips for your mental fitness. If you need specific medical advice, please consult your healthcare professional. But if you find this content helpful, then join our mission of eradicating preventable suffering by liking, subscribing, and sharing so more people can live their best life perform at their best, and with hope, health, and happiness. If you're joining us live, please share in the chat any questions that you may have, and let's learn from our guests. So, Dr. Baker, why don't we start with, please share, why did this topic become important in your life? Yeah, so I'll start with saying the word joy wasn't on my radar. It's only in retrospect that I realized that what was what was, what was going on for me. So back when I worked at Facebook and Microsoft, I burned myself to a crisp. I was working lots of hours. Uh, my mother had a very serious illness where I was flying back home to Arizona every couple weeks to be with her. And at some point I realized, you know, this isn't the impact I want to make this, you know, one to billions of people. I want something that's more meaningful, more joyful. I want to be near to my family. So we made a big move back to Michigan, which is close to my wife's family and my family. Essentially, I didn't have the word for it, but I wanted more joy. Right. And so I took the leap out of the corporate space in 2018, leaving Microsoft and had all these grand plans of this joyful, free, meaningful, impactful business. And it was really idealized in my head. And then almost immediately, I could feel all the anxiety welling up. 
I felt like I was behind, like someone is behind. I don't know what behind is, but I was behind and I was working lots of hours and I was working on whatever I was being told was the good entrepreneur strategy, right? So this is how you build a business. This is how you do things. And I would just go back and forth between really loving what I was doing and feeling like I'd almost reshackled myself to the corporate burnout. And so over the course of a couple of years, I started to really explore what is it that actually makes me successful? What is it that's going to allow me to be in this business long term? And when things aren't going well, what's going wrong? And all of it boiled down to these ways that I was not prioritizing the one thing I left corporate for, which was joy. (laughs) And that the more I would focus on what is joy in business, and to me, joy is doing the things that light you up, being aligned to your values, learning how your energy and your mind and your body work. The more I aligned to that, the more I had joy, the more I had the external successes, the better client relationships I had, the more money that came in, the bigger difference I was making. And I realized that was what was true of every client I had. Every high achiever who was leaving a corporate role and creating a business was more miserable, more shackled, less joyful than they wanted to be. And so I started to really look at what is this joy thing? What does it mean to be joyful? And how do you actually do it when the business world says, joy, that's not a business strategy. That's a feeling. Right. Right. Right? Yeah. Or societal norms or like, you know, unsaid words and Mm -hmm. unsaid expectations. Mm-hmm. And it takes us from the very purpose that we start doing some, something. So you mm-hmm. found yourself in that dilemma. And then you apply mm-hmm. some of the tools that you may have learned from your, um, you're a PhD in psychology. So you kind of learned a lot of tools over there and from your work. And so after applying those tools, how did the life change? You know, you're still yeah. in your business. You're still an entrepreneur. You still demands are really high. And, you know, the family demands and work demands and personal demands, everything is there. So how do you find that joy and that purpose in what you do? Yeah. So I will be really transparent. Joy is not a destination you reach. So you can't just wake up one day and be like, great, I've got joy. I don't have to think about it anymore. I'm just, everything's wonderful. Uh, Joy is an intention that I have to set every day. Mm. Joy is an intention I have to set every week. I have to do check-ins and check-ups with myself to see what am I doing in my business right now? Does it feel joyful? Uh, What doesn't feel joyful? What's causing that to not feel joyful? So I think it's really important to, to highlight because there's a lot of, you know, in the positive feelings, happiness, joy, there's a sense of like, once I get somewhere, I don't have to pay attention to it anymore. And I think that's right, the path right back to burnout. unfortunately. Right, right. And yeah, so, like, you know, I was just kind of doing a webinar for, you know, I do a webinar called Achieve More Without Burnout. And mm-hmm. so one of the participants was sharing that, you know, they left one job because they were feeling burnout. They go to mm-hmm. the next job, the burnout stays with them. It's like, you know, it, until you change the way you see things, the, the things that you are dealing with remain the same. When you change the way mm-hmm. you look at things, the things that you look at change. So Absolutely. changing the job doesn't automatically solve the burnout unless you change your approach towards 
work and, mm-hmm. and bring that the joy and yeah. passion to the to the work. So um, yeah, my audience would love to learn some of the practical tips tips that allowed you. But like, how does the life feel different when yeah. you do apply these tools? Yeah. So it feels different in the sense of you know so much less stress. I feel more, I, I'm very embodied in how I see things. I, I used to be a walking, floating head and everything was about <laughs> thoughts, but now I feel it in my body, right? I get excited to wake up every morning. I get excited about the projects I'm working on. It feels easy. This is a thing that I found a lot of people, once they follow joy, it feels easy. And in a world where everything is hard and we're addicted to hard, uh, it, that can feel uncomfortable. Like um, hard, We think like harder, maybe more powerful or more appropriate Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be no hard doesn't mean better and so everything just feels lighter and more alive and i think the biggest thing about joy and i'll i can talk about how i get to this place is it's easier for me to choose in the sea of everything i could do in my business you know i don't have decision paralysis as much as i used to you know, when I was really thinking from a place of what's the right business strategy, I, you know, have a podcast, write a book, you know, there's billions of different ways to build a business. I would get mm-hmm. stuck because it would feel like, well, what's the right way? And when I started saying, well, what's the joyful way? What's my way? What feels aligned with me? Let me feel towards, does this feel like a 10 out of 10 on a joy scale? Great. I'm going to go for it. And so it's so much easier for me to prioritize and say no to things that aren't joyful. It's also really much easier to notice now when something doesn't feel joyful anymore and learn, okay, there's two options. I can stop doing it or I can figure out, is there a way to make this more joyful? That's wonderful. So, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be so much easier if we can enjoy what we are doing because, you know, mm-hmm. we spend you know, eight, 10 hours a day working. And if Mm -hmm. you're not enjoying what we are doing, then it becomes a drain. And then you need to find something else to enjoy at the end of the day. So yes, share some tools with us. How uh, Actually, why don't I be your guinea pig? Sure. (laughs) I'm a service-based, heart-centered entrepreneur, and I go through exactly what you're talking about. Um, I left my job uh, some 19 years back to have flexibility in my practice, to be able to do what I want to be doing. And mm. yes, you know, <laughs> it is very hard. So yeah, teach teach me some tools that I can apply right away. Yeah. So the first thing I would ask you is to, to look at everything you're doing in your business right now. And how many of them would your brain automatically say, I should? Everything. <laughs> ah, see? <laughs> right there, right? That is the first thing that gets us is the way to get back to joy in my mind is to first look at where are all the things that are leaking that joy tank and anything that you're seeing as a should question it. Do you have to do it? You know? Yeah, I think that's such a powerful statement. And I just went through, you know, I do my morning journaling. And so Mm -hmm. I was just reflecting in the morning and I said, okay, I don't have to do anything that I'm doing, but I choose to. So I started using the phrase choose to, you know, Mm -hmm. I choose to do this podcast and I choose to see the patients and I choose to 
finish my charge so that I, <laughs> the patients patient get the best service because that makes me feel good and so i'm yeah. kind of i choose to go for the exercise because it makes me more energetic or more healthy mm-hmm. feeling and so just feeling like i have to go for exercise i have to do my charts i have to do mm-hmm. the certain things i think that was draining me so just in the morning mm-hmm. it is kind of like a really great that you're talking about it um, exactly what i was contemplating in the morning so i use the phrase i choose to to get out yeah. of that i have to or i should yeah so. i think that's a really great way to do it i also like looking at where are the want tos um and so want to choose to the other piece that i think is really important that you you sparked an idea for me is there are certain things we do have to do uh i have to pay my taxes or right. the government's going to come after me right so another thing i like to do is ask myself what would make this activity that i do have to do more joyful mm-hmm. and and a great example of the taxes i have a good friend who hates doing his taxes as well so what he's decided to do is when he does his taxes he gets on a zoom call with his friends hmm. and they do their taxes together wow so, that's a great idea great idea yeah. right yeah. and so just even asking the question how can i make this activity more joyful what would that look for, like for me and for him it's being connected to his friends or having some sort of social thing around it mm-hmm. and you could probably think about the same thing for your you know doing your charts or you know looking at this podcast and saying like well maybe it's an 8 out of 10 right now instead of a 10 out of 10 what would make it go from 8 to 9 mm-hmm. more joyful how can i get creative or how can i get curious about what would make that more fun for me that's wonderful. Yeah, I think yeah. I can see so many places I can apply that mm-hmm. from, you know, from the podcast, from the to the chart to all the business things that you have to do, the accounting and the taxes mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'm sure yeah. like a lot of our audiences who are listening could relate to many of their activities. So ask yourself, what is the level of joy in this activity mm-hmm. from one to 10? And mm-hmm. if it is, let's say it's at five, identify what can I do to change it to make it to six or seven. So one yes. step further on the joy scale. I just one step. It. Yeah, just yeah. one step at a time, not the yeah. five steps. Yeah, and I when you do that, what I like to do is first do it, well, let's say it's a five. It's easy for our brains to get critical and go, oh, it's so low, right? So I ask myself, no matter what number it is on the scale, why so high? And so I can start looking at, okay, what are the the activities I'm doing or what are the thoughts or the beliefs underneath that are making that score already not a one, right? Right. Why is it making it a five? Do the same thing and then say, okay, well, what's making it not a six or a seven or an eight? And I think it's really important to get to the nitty gritty details because it may be something you're doing. It may be a thought. It may be a belief that's in your way about yourself or the world. And then when you start looking at how to make the next step in the joy scale, well, if you can identify where the gap is, let's say I, you know, it's not joyful because I have this rule in my head. Uh, I'll do social media as an example, right? So social media, I lose the joy all the time. So I can go, oh, I'm I'm having this thought that on Instagram, I always have to have a Canva graphic. That is stealing my joy. <laughs> so then I can ask myself, okay, to go from five to six on social media, what would be the joyful way of posting without having to do a Canva graphic every time? 
And then I can say, well, what if I just write in my notes app? Or what if I just turn on my camera and make a video, right? So when we can get really concrete with the things that are stealing our joy, the thoughts, the beliefs, the behaviors, then we can get creative about what needs to change. Yeah, such such a powerful technique because yeah, some of the things we have to do and many times we do think, see the whole the negative side of it and think it's black and white, but actually things are gray. Mm-hmm. And so yes, you can, you can take it one step further. And I could relate so much to you when you said like, you know, I had to have the Canva yeah. post. <laughs> and that would take so much time. You start doing, you know, we think, oh, I have five minutes and then, oh, five hours later, oh my God, I had so many other things to do and I was not mm-hmm. able to do it. But just giving yourself that permission yeah that that it's okay it's okay yeah you know before before our recording i was telling you when i was burning out with this podcast i had this idea that i had to do it live every saturday and so Mm -hmm. that was burning me out and then when i you know when i discussed and reflected and talked with with my friends i realized i don't have to I can do it every other week. I can do it yeah. like now recording. I don't have to kind of push myself to the extreme. And so then suddenly something that was going to burn me out and I was going to stop allowed me to stay in the pro- in that uh, project and mm-hmm. continue to help so many people and meet yeah. uh, great people like you. So that's wonderful. So the first uh, technique that we uh, sh- we discussed was identify what gives you joy and what you feel like you have to and then Mm -hmm. score it on the scale of joy where it falls and then find out what you can do to increase the step in the joy scale so Mm -hmm. can you kind of go a little bit further in terms of how do the entrepreneurs actually think about joy because joy is not a business term we are not Mm-hmm. We're not targeting joy. We are targeting productivity and we are targeting income and we are targeting, you know, clients or volume mm-hmm. or whatever. So so where does the joy fall in this whole schema of things? Yeah. So I will say when I call it a business strategy, I mean that as a foundation. That doesn't mean you don't do other business strategies, but as a foundational way of looking at um, what you do and how you do it and who you do it with. And I have found, yes, there is resistance from entrepreneurs. There's a lot of beliefs around joy, right? Like if I follow my joy, I have a friend who had this vision that she was going to be on the couch eating McDonald's, watching Netflix. We have this (laughs) really misunderstanding of joy, right? That joy makes us lazy, that it makes us content. It could, I, I had a belief for a while that joy was irresponsible. But when you think about joy being, how do you stay in tune with what lights you up the most? How do you stay in tune with where you want to go? What's your passion? What's the impact you want to make? How do you stay in tune with your unique strengths and gifts and learn how your brain works or how your body works? When you can be in tune with that and make decisions from that, you know, you know what strategy to employ. So for me, I know I build my base, my business based on relationships. So as much as social media drains my joy, I know it's not the most important thing for me to do. So I give myself permission all the time not to do it because when I follow joy, having good conversations, meeting people in the world, that's when I meet the most interesting clients. That's when the revenue comes, right? So 
I have this tagline in my book of chase joy and success will chase you. And I really believe that, that you can go do the hard hustle and grind and create money and create clients and impact based on whatever has been told to you on how to do it. And you can either love it or hate it. Or you can say, how do I tune into the most me way to do this, the most joyful way? And it's that's when stuff actually gets successful. <laughs> and so it's flipping the script. A lot of people are like, let me chase the success and then I'll get the joy. What if you chase the joy and the joy helps you decide exactly what to do and when and with who? And that's what creates the thing that you most want, which is money, you know, revenue, uh, impact, fulfillment, whatever success means to you. Yeah, that's wonderful. Is there any other technique that you mm -hmm. that you would uh, like to share yes. that may help yes. us? Yeah. So we talk about this joy tank, right? I see joy not like a gas tank where you drive on your joy for a while. You notice you're running on empty, so you take a big rest, which a lot of people think is the way to you know recover. Then all of a sudden the joy is back, and then you go run your tank down again. Uh, I just don't think joy can work that way. I see it. I'm drinking water right now. I see joy as something you need to hydrate yourself on. So mm. you need to constantly be, you know, hydrating yourself, drinking water. If you were to not drink water for a long time and drink a gallon of water, you'd feel sick. So I think about daily ways to infuse more joy in my life that don't necessarily have to do with business. And one of the things I discovered when I was writing my book is at the core, I think there's four foundational things that contribute to our joy. One is connection. That can be connection to others, could be connection to purpose, higher power. It could also just be deep connection to ourselves. I see it like salt in food. It's in everything. Yeah. And then the other is curiosity, creativity, and courage. And so I think when we can engage in tiny acts of those four things every day, we keep our joy tank hydrated so when we have the inevitable business up and downs, right, we go through times when we have no revenue or we go through COVID or we go through a recession, we can still draw on that fuel that we've been hydrating ourselves with for resilience and for preventing burnout. So every day I ask myself, what's one tiny act of connection I can do? It might be as simple as texting a friend and saying, hey, I'm thinking of you. What's one tiny curiosity I can engage in? What's one tiny act of creating something? It doesn't have to be art. It can be any sort of creation. And what's one tiny act of courage I want to take today? And if I take four tiny acts a day, I'm just building up that tank of reserves. That's wonderful. So even so on the days I'm doing the taxes, yeah. yeah, connection, connection, it's four C's, connection, creativity, uh, curiosity, and courage. I didn't do the right order, but it doesn't matter. The order doesn't matter. So connection, curiosity, courage, and creativity. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. All right. Yes. So you were starting to say when using the example of the taxes, how you apply. Yeah. So for... even the day that I, let's say, you know, I have to do my taxes and I, you know, can't find a way to make it joyful. At least I can think, okay, well, on this day that is not joyful because I have to do taxes, what are my four things that I'm going to do? Right. So give me the example. What did you do? Um, a, con a tiny act of connection for me might be, uh, I have my dog here. Uh, mm -hmm. I might just spend a couple minutes just cuddling mm -hmm. up with my dog before I do the taxes. Mm -hmm. Curiosity. I could think about, uh, what's something I want to explore on the internet while I take a break from doing my taxes. Mm -hmm. 
I could, uh, courage could be, um, you know what, I've been thinking about this client that I really want to work with. I might reach out and say, hey, you want to catch up? It's also an active connection at the same time, yeah, right? right? They don't have and to And it requires courage to kind of reach out and yeah. ask for, okay, you yeah. need services. <laughs> And it doesn't have to be related to the taxes. It could have been a courage, a courageous act. I could have, you know, maybe I want to say something to my wife that I haven't been saying and it requires courage, right? So I could say, okay, my tiny act of courage is to, you know, go tell my wife the thing that's been on my mind mm -hmm. or um, the tiny act of creativity could be writing in my journal, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so sometimes it doesn't have to be related. Right. And sometimes people think it's it has to be something huge, but simple things like these yes. could actually build your joy tank. And yes. as you build your joy tank, your resilience increase and your chances mm -hmm. of getting burnt out decrease. That's yes. wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah. You're having so much fun. And when you're having fun, the time flies. So, yes. <laughs> so uh, let's kind of start wrapping up where you share your final message please share the gift that you were going to share with our audience and how they would yeah. be able to use it. Yeah. So it's called the joy checkup. I, I like this idea of prevention, right? And it really is how you can get down to the nitty gritty of what is joyful in your business and in your life right now. You can take a 30,000 foot view of your business and just look at it that way, or you can break it down project by project, activity by activity. And as you do that checkup, you'll get a really good sense of this is really contributing to my joy. This I should do more of that or I want to do more of that. No shoulds, right? Uh, this is really draining my joy. Can I drop it? Uh, or can I ask myself what would make it joyful? And if you can do that checkup, uh, I do it every quarter. Um, I'll do another one for my year as I get ready for this year you can really keep tabs because something that you started off the year or off the quarter being joyful may no longer be joyful. And if you're not paying attention, you might get down the line and go, why am I so drained? Oh, I didn't realize that three months ago I lost the joy. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's, that's what the joy checkup will allow you to do is get really, really concrete with everything you're doing and seeing where you can increase the joy and where you can uh, prevent more joy drain. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, so so uh, if you guys want to get this gift, please visit us at happyandhealthymind.com. And at that button of resources, if you click, you'll be able to access all the resources that our guests share, including the Joy Checkup. And so, and if you want to learn more about Dr. Baker, you can visit her website at uh, erinmbaker.com. So E-R-I-N-M-B-A-K-E-R.com. So let's kind of wrap up with the, what would be your final, you know, take home message for our audience today? Yeah, I will say that my take home message is if it's not joyful, don't do it or find a way to make it joyful. We really can create the things we want to create in our world from joy being at the front and center. It is not the path to doom and gloom and laziness. It is the path to sustainable long-term success. And it's easier to put first than you think. Thank you so much for sharing your joy 
and that joy is showing on your face. And that's why I think it's so important when I wrote my book, I wrote stress to joy because we get into mm-hmm. this stressfulness and there are steps that you can take to go to joyfulness that allows you to prevent and reduce burnout and mm-hmm. make the impact that you are meant to make. Thank you everybody for joining. If you would like to get the reminders and resources, reminders and links to these resources, please uh, text us the word joyful, J-O-Y-F-U-L to number 38470. And we'd be happy to send you those links. And of course, you can get all these podcasts at happyandhealthymind.com. Let me leave you with this question. Every day is a new opportunity and you have the choice. Are you going to choose to stay in the drag that you are in leading towards burnout or you are going to take this moment to see what you are doing on the scale of joy and work towards increasing the joy in your life? Choice is yours. Until next time, stay safe, happy and healthy. Thank you, Dr. Rosina here and thank you, Dr. Ed Baker for joining us. Thank you.